It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Certainly an exciting day for the Edmonton Oilers to acquire Duncan Keith. Just felt like uh, the Edmonton Oilers right now. It was a, it was a good fit, a great fit. Excited to uh, to start this this new chapter of my career and try to win a cup in Edmonton. It's always been uh, my goal to to be able to stay in Edmonton, and it's just what I've wanted. I've loved my time in Edmonton so far. The team is uh, progressing uh, the way we want it to, and I want to be a part of that. And uh, obviously, the biggest reason I want to stay is I, I want to win in Edmonton. Here's McKeith all the way, scores! Welcome to the Locked On Oilers podcast for this Friday, September 24th. I'm your host, Hernan Salas from TSN 1260. Like always, you can find me on Twitter at HernanTheMan and at Locked On Oilers. On today's podcast, we'll be joined by Connor Halley. I'll have three questions for him. It might be a bit we do here throughout the season. Maybe on Fridays, if the Oilers are not playing, we'll do three questions with one of our guests. They're all Oilers related, of course. So uh, we'll have some fun with Connor there. And we might listen to maybe in the third segment, I'll play you maybe three, four minutes of Leon Dreisaitl as he met with the media uh, today. The Oilers get going on Sunday in the preseason. 7 o'clock start time as they're in Calgary to take on the Calgary uh, on the Flames, obviously. Uh, just some quick news from uh, Oilers practice. No McDavid, Hyman, Dreisaitl, RNH, or Pooley RV. Uh, they did not take part in the scrimmage. Really don't need to. I mean, these guys, you know where they're going to play. You know what they're going to do, so it's all good. Team Blue won 5-2 if you were tracking on Twitter. And then I guess some positive news as well. Chris Russell was skating, as was Josh Archibald, who's taking a lot of heat. Well, I guess it depends what side you're on. I'm not going to get into that. I am tired of talking about COVID. So Josh Archibald and Chris Russell skated this morning. So we'll see what their status is going forward. But like I said, they had a scrimmage. Uh, some of the big dogs did not take part in it. And uh, yeah, we roll on. Uh, they will practice tomorrow once again and then play on Sunday. Some news from around the NHL. Nothing really happening today. Uh, the Montreal Canadiens signed Sammy Niku to a one-year contract. Of course, the player who uh, asked to, um, he was put on waivers last week, I think, from the Jets. Uh, just wanted out of there. The Flames, Connor Zari, week-to-week with a fractured ankle. We saw that in the in the rookie game. Yeah, he blocked a shot and it did not uh, look good. So, a uh, tough, tough break there for uh, Zari. And the Washington Capitals partner with Caesars Entertainment for Jersey. As I saw, I saw something on Twitter. It doesn't look too bad. It's, it's all good. I mean, I know people are up in arms about this, but uh, I'm all good with it. Uh, I could care less <laughs> about the advertisement on jerseys. But like I said, we'll get to Connor Halley here right away. I got three questions for him. We'll have some fun with that. And we will also hear from Leon Dryside on the third segment if me and Connor don't go crazy and go for like 30, 40 minutes, which I highly doubt, but you never <laughs> know, all right? So let's bring in the con man, Connor Halley from TSN 1260 and the other Connor podcast. You can find him on Twitter at Connor Halley. Connor, how you doing, my man? Hernan, uh, doing very good. Thanks for having me on today. That's, yeah, like always, uh, it's a pleasure. It's an absolute pleasure having you on. I got three questions for you today 
Regarding the Edmonton Oilers, uh, I gave you some prep time, which I usually don't give any of my guests, so you're very special. Uh, let's start with this one, Connor. I, I was uh, We were asked this on the JMO show yesterday by a uh, listener. He texted it in. And I want to ask this Oilers team on paper, because we haven't seen them on the ice yet, and so we can't make a... a we can't make a, a statement on them right now. Is this the best team on paper the Oilers have had in, in he said, in the last 15 years? Well, uh, just to clarify, uh, thank you for giving me more time to answer these. I really ha- did have to think about that. I wish you wouldn't have told people, so it would make well, me seem smarter. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, three questions is well, all I'm answering today. Let's so go. don't go four. Don't go 15. <laughs> go maybe right after that cup. Right after the cup run. You know what? It, it's a tough one because the, the, the uncertainties on the blue line – I mean, I would say this is the most talented group up front they've had maybe since then. And, you know, you, you can make an argument with uh, the playoff team when they defeated the Sharks 2017. Um, you know, Milan Lucic wasn't quite tailing off mm-hmm. yet. But the, the way Leon Draisaitl and Connor McDavid are at this point, you know, you've got two at league MVPs. Uh, you add Warren Fogle, you add Zach Hyman, you've got Jesse Pugliarvi, who's on the upswing, Nugent Hopkins. Uh, you bring in Warren Fogle, who we think is a bona fide third-line winger. Uh, you've got Zach Cassian out there, who, you know, if it's worst-case scenario, he's a, a fourth-line guy, but if he improves his play, you know, he can slide up in the lineup. Uh, Derek Ryan's a, a fourth-liner in the league, and, and, you know, I don't say that as a slight. I mean, he's a proven guy. He, he's who you want in your room. So I think when you talk about the group up front, it's the best we've seen since the cup run. Uh, I'm going to go to between the pipes and my confidence in the goaltending, I think would be just as high as it ever has been like, and that, that might not necessarily be a good thing. Sure. Cam Talbot came in and we had very high expectations for him. And, uh, he, he had a couple of really good years for the Oilers, but Mike Smith was really good last year as well. And, you know, we'll, we'll see how many games he can play and how long it lasts for, but my confidence in Mike Smith is high. I, I know he's older, but We'll see how that goes. Miko Koskinen, if he can just avoid that damn uh, first goal <laughs> of the game or first shot goal, uh, you know, other than that, I, you know, he he can be okay. So, you know, it, the goaltending might be a little bit lower than the Cam Talbot years, but it's still close enough. The questions I have, and I, I think it's going to be make or break for this team, will be defensively. And we know what Tyson Berry and Darnell Nurse can do when, when they're playing together. Offensively, they're dynamos. They're going to put up their points. Uh, I mean, I don't think we'd be surprised to see Tyson Berry lead the league in scoring among blue liners once again. You know, just a little more familiarity with this group and that power play. We know how good it's going to be. Darnell Nurse has just continued to take strides. Uh, proving to us, you know, he played last year like a top pairing guy, and and now I think we want to see if he can do it again, just to cement that he has that ability. Now the questions start to happen. Second pairing, Duncan Keith, we know what the track record is, but throw it out their window. It doesn't matter what he did five years ago. It really doesn't even matter what he did last year because he was playing with some inexperienced players in Chicago. That's who you have to watch out for. Uh, His partner with Cody CC, from what I've heard talking to Penguins uh, reporters on my podcast, they said, you know, low expectations, he wasn't too bad. So so we'll wait and see how that works out. The third pairing, I think Evan Bouchard is a guy that, in my opinion, is eventually going to jump up into that second pairing this season. I don't know when it happens, but I think he's going to make that leap and eventually play with Duncan Keith on the second pairing. Then you, that drops down Cody Cece to the third pairing, and it's an expensive third pairing, but what can you do? And, you know, the, the, the left side, you, you've got that rotation between Chris Russell, Slater, Cuckoo, and Willie Legison, there's just a lot of questions on the blue line. So I'm going to say, yes, this is the best team since the Stanley Cup uh, run that they had. 
And motivation also plays a factor because I know these guys want to get that that playoff win. The last two years in the playoffs have been disappointing. So a very long-winded of saying, I, I think there's questions, but I'm going to say yes, this is the best roster. Yeah, I think there's potential uh, for them to be better, but I think 2017 was better. Their top six was legit. You had uh, Nuge, Eberle, Lucic, Maroon was good. Connor and Leon and your third line. I mean, you had Letest, who was having an unreal year that year. Guy Cassian. I thought defensively, Larson, Clefbaum, Nurse, Sakara is better than what they have now. And I think Talbot's just better than Mike Smith and uh, Miko Koskin. And so I think it's close, and I think they have potential, Connor. And it's hard. It's a hard question because we haven't seen these guys play a game yet, right? All together. But I'm with you. I think the offense is better. The defense is a kind of wait and see. The goaltending. It's. I mean, they've been good the last two years, so. If they do the same, you'll be fine there. But I think it's right now you have to give it to 2017, in my opinion. But this team's really close, and, and we won't know till I'll ask you this back in March, and then we'll see if they are or not. Uh, Hat Maroon had 27 goals that year, right? Yeah. I think Jesse Pugliarvi can get there. Yeah, like, and Letestu was amazing jump. on the power play, remember? Lete- yeah, he, out of nowhere. And I still remember you tweeting, why is he out there? Yeah, yeah, and I, and I, I still I, like to poke fun at you for that for one. Sure, yeah. But you know, <laughs> nobody saw it coming, right, yeah. in that way. And yeah, I mean, for 2017, you know what they did. They, they went to the second round forced a game seven probably should have won that series if it wasn't for a couple horrendous calls so I mean this team to me they, they've got to win a first round series they got to at least make it to that second round of the playoffs and you know then we call it pretty close but yeah that, that that squad wasn't good it was a little bit more established I think now we're kind of banking on some uncertainty you don't have Maroon who you knew was going to put up a few goals you don't have Everle who you know 20 goals score you're, you're hoping that Kyler Yamamoto can find his stride you're hoping that JP takes that next step you're hoping that Zach Hyman, and by all accounts, he will come in here and be a huge impact on that top six. But yeah, I mean, I I think it's pretty close right now. I think you're, I I wouldn't really argue too hard against you. That was a a decent team that they had back then. We're back and better than ever. All eyes are on the gridiron as teams are back to start another football season. As always, BetOnline is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this season. With a new updated site and interface, even more odds, props, and contests, BetOnline.ag continues to be the number one source for everything football. Head to the website or use your mobile device device to sign up today to receive your 100% welcome bonus. Bet online, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. Bet online, your online sportsbook expert. Today I want to tell you about a simple way to get all the entertainment you love without the hassle. Direct TV stream brings your live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before, which means you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. And the best part, there's no annual contract, so stop waiting and get your TV together with Direct TV stream. You can learn more at directtv com. That's directtv.com. Connor, question two. Uh, we saw some line combinations. Yesterday we saw Shore with Turris and uh, Perlini with Archibald not there. We saw the AHL line, Marodi, Benson, and McLeod who are all going to push for spots this year. If I were to ask you who is your fourth line to start, because the top nine looks kind of, from what we saw from the lines, that's kind of the top nine I think we all had envisioned, so we're fine there. But if you're fourth line and you're Dave Tippett and you're starting game one, from McLeod, Benson, Marodi, Shore, Turris, Perlini, Arch or Colton Seaver, I threw him in there. Who's your fourth line? And we'll, we'll put Archibald in there because uh, it sounds like he's going to be part of the team. So we'll just leave him in there for argument's sake. Yeah, as we talk on Friday, he is a part of the team, like Ken Tallon said. See, see in a few days and, and how that's going to work out for him. I guess Ryan McLeod would be my center. Uh, I think throughout the year he might get that opportunity to jump up and Derek Ryan slides down. So uh, I put Ryan McLeod at center. Um you know what? Just because I'm hoping for a good story here, Hernan, how about I go with Kyle Turris? 
Throw him yeah. up there on the right yeah. wing. Maybe he bounces back. I don't know. It's it's a really optimistic thing. But one one thing that I, I do like to hear Dave Tippett saying that he came in, I think, what, third when it came to testing. Like, he's in shape. He's got to be highly motivated. Yeah. We know he can do it before. You're basically putting him out there at the you know the lowest priority. Just go out there and, and show us something. Work yeah. your way up. So I'll put Kyle Turris, and then I'm going to go, uh, how about Tyler Benson? I got Tyler Benson. Wow. I I want one of those young guys to come in here and take a job. Like with all due respect to Devin Shore, you know what he is. You you know what the baseline is for him, but he doesn't have that ceiling. So maybe I go Tyler Benson there and and just hope that it can work out for him. You know, he he's a guy who's progressed very nicely throughout his career. He he's you know kind of been the slow game, maybe not the prototypical thirty uh, second pick or whatever he was thirty first or sorry maybe it was thirtieth back then thirty first. Anyways, you know he hasn't been rushed to the NHL and, and thrown out there. I'd like to see that it pay off for a guy like that. So I'll go Tyler Benson making the opening night lineup. Yeah, I'm going to go with, um, I think it's going to be McLeod centering. I think Archibald on one side and I, and a guy that I'm, I'm high on is Perlini. I think, um, I think Shore and Benson might be your, your uh, 13th, 14th and tourists maybe, but I just, at, at, at this point in his career, I don't see him improving that much. So I will not have him in there. So I'm going to go Perlini, Archibald and Mr. Ryan McLeod. You let us know it, uh, on Twitter at Hernan the Man and at Lockdown Order. What would your fourth line be? Do you like mine? Do you like Connor's? Or what's yours? Make yours up and send those in. The final question for you, Connor. Uh, we were talking about this with Matthew and the Dave Jamison show. It's going to be Miko Koskinen. It's going to be Mike Smith to start the season for the Edmonton Oilers. You got Skinner and kind of all of the young guys waiting in the wings. But how many preseason games should Smith and Koskinen play in? We got eight preseason games. Yeah, I think I I think I go and, and talking to Mike Smith, right, seeing how yeah. he feels. I would pencil him in for two. That, that's what I said. That's what I go. I, yeah. And I go two for Miko Koskinen. I go two for Skinner and two for Conovalov if I can. I just go even right across. And you know, like you said, it's going to be Skinner and Conovalov down in Bakersfield. And th- to me, that this is a great matchup because Stuart Skinner was the goalie by default the last couple of years, right? Like he's the guy. Let's see what he can do. Now he's got some competition. He's got the experience. We know what he can do. He came on strong towards the end of the year down in Bakersfield and, and proved that, you know, he... He's trending in the right direction. So now you have someone to give him a little bit of a battle and try to fight for starts, and we'll see what happens with those two. But, you know, I, I think for Mike Smith, he's probably best to get a little game action. Miko Koskinen, same thing. Um, now, I guess the thing would be that if Mike Smith were to play in, like, the fifth game and say, hey, that's good for me, like... I'm good. I'm 39 years old. I've been through the preseason a bunch mm-hmm. of times. I'm feeling good. Feel free to give a start to another guy. Like, let, let them do it. Maybe I want to play another period or something just to kind of knock a little bit of the rust off, just to go through the routine of getting ready for a game day. But, yeah, I I, I don't think any goalie needs to take the majority of the starts. You, you know what you have. The goaltending situation is already pretty much set in stone. So I think you give each guy a couple starts to, to get out there, get, knock the rust off, and after that I think you're fine. Yeah, I'm with you. I, th- I think Smith would like to play one probably that eighth game just to be ready for game mm-hmm. one. I, I think maybe the second or third game. Koskinen, Matty brought up a good point saying, like, this is a guy that needs to play, like, he needs to find his groove. So maybe he plays three and then you split the uh, last uh, three between Konovalov and Skinner. And hell, Smith can 
can play two and a half games and have Skinner come in halfway through the second or whatever. But I'm with you. I think less workload for Smith is going to be fine. In last year, he missed training camp and he injury. was fine. So I, I'm intrigued to see what Skinner gets. I think he'll get two. He might get more than Konovalov, but I'm intrigued by both those guys to see if they can push. So I'm kind of with you. Smith, two, maybe Koskinen, two. I like your strategy of two for all of them. <laughs> Just let them play. Let them, and even if they're struggling, let them work it out, right? So that's not a bad uh, That's not a bad idea. Well, how about this, Hernan? And, and this is totally outside the box thinking, but you just give Miko Koskinen every first period. Just yeah. to work on that. Get that first hey, shot. He faces it. Game. Miko, you're out. <laughs> Hell of a period. You know, you let yeah. one in, but it was the seventh shot. No big deal. Keep it out for the regular season. Get rid of those jitters. Get it, you know, you know the, the psychology of the yeah. game. Get them used to starting ones because that, that was a killer last year for the Oilers. But, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I think the goaltending situation, like, it, you is there any way one of these young goalies comes in here and, and steals a backup goalie position. Like, I just don't think it happens. They've been so loyal with Mikko Koskinen. It, it would seem weird to have it happen now. So I, I, yeah, I don't, I mean, I just think you can go even with it and uh, you're good to go. Connor, I know you got to run. I always appreciate your time. Um, yeah. Thank you for answering the three questions. I think you did an excellent job. I don't know about your fourth line. I'll be honest. <laughs> uh, we'll see who hits it I don't know it how out. you have so much faith in Perlini. I mean, well, the guy was out of the NHL last year. Uh, and I know Kyle. Turris. He's a wild card for me though, but I was kind of <laughs> safe on the other two, but you went Turs, Benson and McLeod, which listen, that could be a possibility. I've, from all accounts, Benson's look really good so far at camp, but Connor, like always, you bring the good stuff. The other Connor podcast, when's, uh, when's that out? Where can people find it? Jeez, uh, it's out uh, new episodes every Tuesday and Friday. I'd say the best way to find it would just be to go to my Twitter page at Connor Halley. I've always got them pinned to the top of my page there, but it's available iTunes, Spotify, Google, iHeart, wherever you find your podcast. Just search the other Connor podcast and it'll usually pop up. Perfect, Connor. And, uh, enjoy the weekend, buddy, and uh, we'll chat soon. Yeah, thanks for having me on, Hernan. Did you know that Built Bar has so many delicious flavors? There is something for everyone. When you talk to a Built Bar fan, they're definitely passionate about their faves. If you haven't tried all the flavors, you can get a mixed box where you get two of each of the nine flavors. Not only are Built Bar flavors the best tasting, but they're healthy too. Order today and get the Grasshopper cookie or raspberry or whatever you like. Go to Built.com and use promo code Grasshopper15 and you'll get 15% off your order. Use promo code Grasshopper15 for 15% off at Built.com. Gil Martin here, host of the Locked On NHL podcast. Join me every Monday for the three biggest stories from across the NHL, including how newly traded players are fitting in around the league. Check out the Locked On NHL podcast every Monday, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Last segment here on the Locked On Oilers podcast. Good stuff there. <laughs> I like to poke fun at Connor's fourth line there. But hey, it can be any combination. I mean, Shore's going to be there. Uh, Sevier's on a PTO. Who the hell knows what's going to happen there? But uh, interesting, interesting. Um, and it's great because you, you could ask these questions to five, five different people and they'd probably all have a, a f- five different fourth lines. So it's it, that's the fun part of this. But let's hear from uh, the Oilers' uh, second best player. <laughs> He's awesome, man. What a player this guy's turned into. Leon Dreisaitl, uh, just, oh, what a pleasure to watch. That backhand sauce pass he has. Uh, the spot on the power play when he one-times those uh, shots of, off the pass from Conor McDavid. He's just awesome. But here is uh, Leon Dreisaitl as he met with the media today. Motivation that the playoff series last year gave you guys going into this year. I know it's a long time from now. you got a lot of hockey to play before you get there. But does that is that a motivating factor going into the season, knowing that you guys were probably a better team than you were, uh, you know, than you were getting swept by Winnipeg last year? Uh, yeah, I mean, obviously our focus is, is on the regular season. There's no no doubt about that. We we have to get there first to to make a push and and, and really go deep and 
and go for it. But um, you know, obviously, we've we've learned from last year. Um, Again, uh, I think we can all agree on that we didn't play bad. Maybe the bounces were in there, but um, that's also something that, that you know you have to earn. And um, I think something, maybe sometimes something like that is, is, is good for a team. You know, as much as, much as it hurts in that moment, um, we'll, we'll be better for it. And um, I think we have a really good group in here. Everyone seems to be very motivated, and, and um, we're all pulling in the, in the same direction. Leon, uh, on that note it was such a strange playoff series right because usually when a team gets swept you look at the series you go man that other team they were way better and I don't think anyone was saying that you lost games that were so close and you lost games on weird bounces and and you know did you ever in all the time between then and now have you can you take out something concrete that you have to do so that doesn't happen can you you know did you figure out what the small difference was that's a good question but uh, honestly, I thought we were the better team in, in all four games, so it's 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 really hard to to pinpoint one thing. Um, it's just little things, you know. We 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 couldn't score at the right times. I think that's for me personally that that's the main issue. When I don't know, it was three one or, or uh, you know in overtime, like we couldn't find that that goal that that puts your head or or that really puts the game out of reach. We couldn't score at the right times, and I think that's something that that we can learn from and. Uh, and obviously, there, there's other th- other things that that um, you can take out of that. Uh, last year at this time, you and sat down and basically said, "We gotta be better defensively. We gotta focus on our own zone." And your team was much better defensively. Now we're talking about maybe finding the right goal. Is that a sign that you're getting closer to where you want to be? Is you know, is the line getting thinner? between where you are and where you're trying to get to? Yeah, I mean, I think both of us, uh, we, we always want to get better. Uh, we knew coming in last year that we had to change our, our mindset a little bit, that we had to change the way we play, and I thought we did a great job of that. Uh, but I do still think there's there's lots of room for improvement. Um, so we're going to continue to to work away at it and, and try and get better at it. And uh, obviously, I think the offense uh, will kind of take care of itself. Leon, as you pointed out, obviously you have to get there first. But are you, Darnell, Connor, reaching the age where ultimately how you define a season in terms of success is going to be ultimately how you guys do in the postseason? Are you getting to that point in your career where that's what it's all about? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I think uh, all of us in that room, every single one, um, you know, we, we've had we've had a few good uh, regular seasons, a um, couple disappointing uh, post seasons. So um, I think we're getting to a point where where it's all about the the, the playoffs. Um, with that being said, obviously you, you need to get there first, and our focus is on 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 the regular season and, and getting off to a good start. Leon, uh, Dave said yesterday that he's most likely to start you, uh, Nuge, and Kyler. <laughs> season how excited are you to be back with those two and what do you guys have to do to recapture that chemistry you had before uh yeah very excited uh, i love playing with those two uh two amazing amazing players very easy to play with both of them uh very smart hockey players um so yeah we're, we're working hard to to find our chemistry back a little bit and um you know obviously last year we didn't play that much together but 
um, you know, we're obviously looking to to find that chemistry back. That was Leon Dreisaitl meeting with the media today. It's only uh, about three, four minutes there, but uh, uh, his personality and everything about him is just great. Um, we'll see what he can do this year. Can he hit 90, 100 points? I'd bet yes, uh, for sure. Connor McDavid, 100%. So uh, we'll see. Uh, and if they can find that that spark they had with the dry line, right? Because last year they had good moments. They didn't play a lot together, but it just wasn't there as it was two years ago. And it probably will never be. But if you can get close to that, I think it's going to be great. So that was Leon Dreisaitl. Big shout out to Connor Halley for joining me on the podcast. The three questions, and you can chime in on these as well. Let me know on Twitter at HernanTheMan and at Locked On Orders. Is this the Oilers' best team in the last 15 years? I said Levo. Uh, obviously, Levo 2006 because that team went to the final. They had Chris Pronger, but you know what I mean. So let me know about that. How about uh, who is your fourth line? Uh, there's a lot of players in the running for that. McLeod, Benson, Marodi, Shore, Turs, Perlini, Archibald, Sevier. Uh, so it's going to be interesting. Everybody's going to have different ones. I went with uh, Perlini, Archibald, and McLeod. Connor went with Turris, Benson, and McLeod. So let me know yours. And the final question, how would you handle your two goaltenders, NHL goaltenders, Mike Smith and Mikko Koskinen in the preseason? How many games would you play him in? All right, guys, enjoy the weekend. The weather's still nice. Get out there. Enjoy. We get going for real on Sunday. First preseason game from Calgary. Uh, 7 o'clock start. Uh, we will have a pregame show on TSN 1260 and a postgame show. So make sure to tune into that. For my producer, Juanito, and the Lockdown Orders podcast, I am Hernan the Man talking Los Petroleros. Enjoy your weekend. We'll chat Monday. Gil Martin here, host of the Locked On NHL podcast. Join me every Monday for the three biggest stories from across the NHL, including how newly traded players are fitting in around the league. Check out the Locked On NHL podcast every Monday, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts.